0: It's all about being realistic. If you don't like to cook and, you know, you can afford to have the meals the meal kit delivered or the full meal delivered, more power to you. Anything in this life that you can afford that's going to make your life easier. I mean, that's part of the reason why we get our money on track to begin with, right? Is so that we can afford certain conveniences um and make our life more enjoyable for ourselves.
1: welcome everyone to the latest edition of wallet talks a podcast that explores better ways to talk about money so we can make better decisions with money have you been wondering how to get your money right stressing every month with never-ending lists of financial demands or are you just tired of not knowing where all your money is going did you know that wallet coach has a solution wallet coach offers one-to-one coaching sessions to get your money back into shape. Wallet Coach was formed to help everyday people get financially secure and free by teaching a four-step approach to money management. Our favorite testimony is one client who saved up $1,000 as an emergency fund within six months while only making $1,800 a month. If you are curious how Wallet Coach can help you in similar ways, sign up for a free 15-minute consultation on our website thewalletcoach.com that's thewalletcoach.com or text the word coach to 470-606-8949 to get a link to schedule now back to the show welcome everyone to wallet talks podcast i am your host jason alexander and i have next to me my wife being a co-host tiffany alexander say hi hi thank you they know that i'm not lying all right and we have a special guest we have jay with more beast less famine i love that handle because you know i'm a christian so i'm I'm immediately thinking like yes i want i don't want to be in the desert. (laughs) <laughs> enough famine. i want to live my best <laughs> life right now so jay Most
0: definitely
1: welcome welcome to the show thank you
2: thank you it's welcome
1: yeah so um do i want to you can go ahead Jeff, <laughs> with the question I would, i'm supposed to i'm sorry folks uh when i'm with my wife there's a different structure here so <laughs> all right so so speaking of more feast less famine jay what inspired you to create your brand
0: well, you know, for me, it all started with our debt-free journey. You know, my husband and I woke up one day and realized that we had a lot of debt that we needed to pay off. And so it kind of started there, but the the more feastless famine part came from my husband and I are both in entertainment. Okay. And back in the day when we graduated from from college with our entertainment degrees, people used to tell us, oh, you're going to be in entertainment. Oh, that's a tough career. You know, it's feast and famine. You know, you're either doing really good or you're doing really bad. And I heard that so much. It kind of started making me mad. Like who are you to tell me like if, if my life is going to be feast or famine? And um, it kind of came out of that, that, that whole, um, um, I guess play on words. And so yeah. I started it more feast, less famine. Cause I thought, you know, It's really up to us, Mm -hmm. you know, how how we want to live our life. And if we take care of our money, we can have more feasts and really not any famine. Mm -hmm. Um, So it kind of came out of that. So, yeah, it's kind of uh, show business lingo uh, that I paired with the the money side of things. So (laughs) I love it. I love it. Awesome.
1: I I never met someone who had a degree in entertainment.
0: Well, it's actually it's in commercial music. And so commercial music so you can kind of do a lot of different things with that uh it's 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 all things all things music business okay. so you can kind of take that degree and parlay it into a whole bunch of other things but for me it was the performance side of things okay. so yeah
1: i like that i like that i didn't that's cool so so i'm gonna ask has it been more feast since
0: it has been it has been more fees. So, you know, in the beginning, in beginning, you know, and I tell this story, you know, when my husband and I first got out of college, we had no careers and like no real prospects, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's not like as an entertainer, you don't just, you know, fill out your resume and and hand it into a bunch of people, you kind of have to make your own way and figure out what that path is going to be for you. Mm -hmm. And so when we, um, when we first graduated, we got married one week after graduation, had no jobs, you know, no prospects. And it just so happened that somebody bought us a cruise for our honeymoon. Mm. And so we went on the cruise and we saw all this amazing entertainment. And it was like that light bulb moment, like, you know what, we could do this. And so that (laughs) kind of gave us our first career path. We, um, we auditioned to uh, be with Royal Caribbean Cruise Line and and I was a part of the the production cast and my husband was a musician Mm -hmm. so that was our very first um, music full-time jobs and so it started from there and then it just kind of uh, you know went onward and upward so that's kind of that's where we started you know it wasn't a ton of salary so that was kind of maybe a little bit less a little bit family <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you were but, on a cruise I mean, ship right <laughs> we were
0: on a cruise ship but that was kind of when we started realizing like man we have a lot of expenses mm. and then that kind of made us start realizing oh we have a lot of debt you know mm. and that's kind of how we started realizing okay like, it's adult time. Like we need to, you know, when we started working on ships, we were 23 years old and um, we did that for the next 12 years. And during that time, that was when we really focused on getting our income up. We really focused on cleaning up our debt Mm -hmm. and um, you know, getting to that, that more, that more feast. And really it should be called more feast, no famine. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) But you know, the less famine thing that that, it's, it it let us, it lets us know it's a journey, Mm -hmm. you know, financial freedom in that path it, it's a journey and um there's really no destination right you're just continuing to grow and build yeah. and learn and increase right so yeah that's good
1: that's that's so many I, I want to ask this question about did y'all have that come to Jesus moment which y'all like that and it's like hey um homie why are we this much in this that and the other was was that oh. a moment?
0: Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I make no bones about it. And matter of fact, Sam, my husband probably should be on this podcast. With me because he, you know, I, he came in with the most debt. You know, my husband, um, he's that was me. originally That was from, me. That was you? That was me. <laughs> then y'all already know. Y'all already know what it is. Right. I mean, it's hard, right? To tell somebody I have over $200,000 of student loan debt especially when they don't have that much. Mm-hmm. Like when the other spouse is like, all right, like I got a loan for 8,000, you know, <laughs> I, had, I had two, I had one for about 8,000. It started off as 7,000. And by the time we started paying it, it was 8,000. And then I had another set of loans that was altogether, it was 34,000. But you know, my husband, he did early on, he did say, oh yeah, I have some student loan debt. Some, And I'm like, okay, I'm just assuming you know, it's probably the same amount as mine. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, he did allude to the fact that it was more than usual. And again, in my head, I'm like, okay, so how much? And at first, he was like, he didn't really know. <gasps> and, you know, when you're 18, you don't really know. When yeah. you're 18 and you take out those loans, and, you know, each semester you take out more, you're, you maybe kind of have an idea, but you're not thinking about how interest works. You're not thinking about, yeah. What happens if you defer it and then come back to it? So when he first told me, he said, "Yeah, I think I have about 120," and I was like, "Okay, like we can handle that." Like, "Okay, cool." And um, it wasn't until we really started attacking it that we realized, you know, because when you when you first graduate, you have like six months before the loans become due, yeah. yeah. and um, when after that six months happened, they called, you know, we called. To find out, like, what do we do next? And they were like, well, if you're not ready to pay yet, you can defer it for another six months. And we thought, oh, okay. Yeah, we're not ready to pay it. Let's do that.
2: It's the setup, you know.
0: It's set setup. Setup. These people are so nice. They're they're letting us the like, furthest. I know. Thank understand. you, Jesus, for favor. Like, no, that was, yeah. that wasn't
1: favor. Well, maybe it was. I oh, know. Go ahead. Well,
0: <laughs> we look. We thought it was. We thought, oh, this is this is so convenient. Mm-hmm. And then you know, once that started, it was like when when it was came time to be due again, it was like, well, if you don't want to pay this amount, you can pay this amount, and mm. it's substantially less. Mm. Oh, another blessing. You know, <laughs> we're, thinking this is, we're thinking this is good, right? And yeah. um, we, it, we didn't really have a reason to really look closely at it because the payments weren't too bad. We either A, didn't have the payments because they were being deferred, or the payments were significantly less. Mm. And it wasn't until a couple of years in that we really looked at it and we we're like, hold on a second. This loan isn't 120. This mm. loan is like Almost $200,000. And so it just goes to show. And at some point during all of that, uh, you know, loan providers at any time they want, the company can sell and they can disperse that loan into a million tiny pieces that have their own interest rates and all of that. So it's actually... That's one of the things that ended up happening with his loans oh. and a couple of those interest loans were like 12%. What? And yeah, several of them were 12%, wow. 8%. Some of the the ones that wanted to give us grace were like 4%, but yeah, <laughs> it got it got really crazy. So I, you can imagine the
1: No, I know the woo. feeling. I well, first of all, I know she knows the feeling because I didn't disclose that I had a property that was a whole property. A whole property.
2: Wow! Wow! Which
1: was, you know, I owed about one hundred and seventy on it. Mm-hmm.
2: That's
1: not on top. That's not on top of the sixty some thousand I had of student loan debt. And she wow. had sixty. She had sixty-two. So it was even. No, I had forty something. You had, I, yeah, oh, I had forty. forty something.
2: You had like sixty-seven, 67. plus uh, some other change, and that was just one loan. I remember. I don't even know all of them, but it was it okay. Was... Wow. But
1: the story is like she, um, she was like, so. You have this property. I was like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like it's maybe two, three months into the marriage. I kind of disclosed that after I had marriage. it. marriage. I know it's it was after marriage. Thing. Right. And, <laughs> and so she was like, I've been inside the property. I didn't even know it was yours. I was like, yeah, you, you have.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> mind you, we went through a financial class together before we got married. So you would think this would have been spilled out at some point. Yeah, But it, it was probably I don't know. Maybe it, it, it was hard for you to it was it you was. knew how so much
0: you I had, had some explaining to do I yeah, did I did I was that.
1: I was, uh because it was a bad investment actually at the end so yeah. I was kind of maybe ashamed of it and it was like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need you to get all the way involved but you yeah know, call, yeah so but <clears throat> I love this st- I love that you guys had came together and I guess you guys created a budget and what was one of the hardest categories to create your I guess spending plan
0: the hardest categories, um, you know, I would say the hardest categories are the variable ones mm. because you get to decide, right? It's not like okay, your rent is your rent or your mortgage is your mortgage. Yeah, you know, your the, the fixed the fixed expenses that's easy, right? It's like I have to pay this money; it's exactly. due every month. But the ones that are variable, your grocery budget or your going out to eat budget. Or um, your fun money categories. Those are the things that I find to be the hardest because you can easily go off track, right? And it's kind yeah. of more emotional um, in nature. Mm-hmm. You know, at least in my mind, any food related category is kind of a more emotional. I've had a hard day. So it's like, yeah, we should go out to eat tonight. It's like, is that on the budget? You know, that <laughs> kind of thing. Absolutely. So I find those to be the tough ones. You know, my husband, he loves um, fashion he loves jordans he loves um that kind of that shoe culture mm-hmm. so you know early on well early on in our marriage he could care less about clothes that kind of cropped up later on I was like, well,
1: since <laughs> when did <laughs> that come is-
0: <laughs> yeah. and so at one point it was kind of like okay like you value this we need to add this to the budget it's not i'm not the only one that likes to shop and you know yeah. have you know trendy clothes or whatever so i think the variable ones are the, are the hardest things. And then of course, once we uh, became homeowners, it was like, okay, you know, when you have that extra money in the budget and you want to do home projects and things like that, kind of deciding what you want to spend the money on and getting on the same page. Like right now we're doing a a bathroom renovation. Mm -hmm. So if you hear any noise, it's they're still going. (laughs) That thing was supposed to be done three weeks ago, (laughs) but anyway.
2: We know how that
0: is. (laughs) Oh man, but it's cash. We pay cash mm -hmm. for it. There you go. There you go. That's awesome. You know,
1: um, you mentioned uh, the variables and I I think for most people, the biggest variable is that food category where it's dining out or either groceries. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I know on your channel, you, you highlight recipes and things of that nature. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to ask this because I think you do you have have any tips you have for someone um, to determine their monthly grocery budget to try to figure out they've just been unhinged for all this time and they're trying to come together.
0: Yeah, you know, for me, I try to steer away from certain amounts, but I do try to think about the realisticness of it. And, you know, whenever I talk about budgeting. Um, whatever category. I always ask people to be as detailed as possible. Mm. You know, I ask them to be um, as realistic as possible and as flexible as possible. Mm. So when it comes to setting that, that, that detailed food budget, you know, a lot of times people, when they, when they get ready to budget, they just put food, you know, and they're just guessing an amount, I don't know, $400. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: You know, number one, it's like, okay, where did that month, where did that number even come from? Mm -hmm. So what I suggest is when you're budgeting for food, you can have food as a, as a category, but under that there needs to be subcategories, date nights, um, groceries, Um, restaurants, you know, if you're a person and you work a nine to five, that's in an office and it's like, okay, am I going to bring my lunch or am I going to go out to lunch? You need to have a budget set aside for, you know, when I go out to lunch. So thinking about how you, how you consume food will help kind of inform those detailed categories for you. Um, so I start there. And then when it comes to actually informing the amounts, I like to say the best way, because you know, you want to be realistic, guessing is not going to work, right? Mm -hmm. So if you can at least go back in some of your bank statements for the past couple of months and see like add up, what did you, before you started budgeting, what were you spending on food? And then from there kind of start there. And obviously you can look at that amount based on what your actual pay is and say, you know what, I think I'm kind of going overboard there, but I wouldn't like, so, you know, let's say you look back on the past three months and you found out, wow, like, I was spending, you know, $200 a month going out to lunch, you know, for work. If you, you know, look at your pay and you go, that's kind of steep, you know, when you start to set that budget, I wouldn't drop it down to to $30 because that's pretty unrealistic, but I wouldn't necessarily keep it at 200. I'd be like, you know what, let's, let's start it at 150 and let's that kind of it's fair, right? It's, it's somewhat realistic, but it's also dropping it back a couple of meals and let's, let's start our first month. At 150, I'm going to spend $150 every time, you know, it's, you know, time to go to lunch at work and, and stick to that. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to see by the end of the first month, okay, like that was realistic. Or, you know, I honestly, I probably could cut it back a little bit more and, mm-hmm. and move your budget gradually, as opposed to doing like these big sweeping changes, because big sweeping changes are very unrealistic with the lifestyle that you were used to. Mm -hmm. And I find that you're less likely to stick to it. So if you can kind of incrementally pull back, Mm -hmm. then I think that's a little bit better. So looking back on your past stubs, finding out what you were spending, and then making an educated guess um, as to how much less you can pull back from that is a lot more effective than just, you know, I don't know. Let's go with four hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. You want to you want to use as much information that you already have as possible.
1: That's so insightful because when I hear it, I like the percentages because it allows everyone to have a different uh, allows everyone to anyone in any circumstance to have a gauge on where to start and that, that comparison between all right. You look at your 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 three months of expenses for restaurants. And comparing that to your income, you're like, oh, that's like twenty percent. Like, whoa, should I really be spending twenty percent of my paycheck?
0: Yeah, on- that's a lot.
1: Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so it kind of, it's like a mirror, and it's telling on yourself. So it's not like you know. So I like that idea. Yeah,
2: true that. True that. One thing you mentioned was you know eating out and. and- I would say a lot of people, especially nowadays with all these eateries and things of the sort, they love to eat out. I love to eat mm-hmm. out. Me too. Yeah. So, you know, when you're on the go, you know, for me, I love french fries and pizza and I like to treat myself. To things that are not necessarily healthy, but I always have this battle in my head, like healthy, unhealthy, Well, healthy can still be good. <laughs> no, but I want this unhealthy. Like I don't make this at home. So I want the unhealthy. What yeah. tips do you have for those people who have this battle in their head and, or they, or they want to be more dedicated to having, you know, healthy fast food on the go?
0: You know, I it's, it's interesting. There's a big parallel between eating healthy or just health in general and money health. Mm. It's always kind of it's always kind of that idea of you don't want to sacrifice what you want most for what you want right now, mm. right? It's like you know what the overarching goal is, like overarching like I want to be fit or, you know, I exactly. want to feel confident in my clothing or, you know, I want to make sure that I have the savings account. I want to make sure that I've been smart with my money, but we get in the moment, right? And we're ready to sacrifice that for, you know, that bag of chips or for, you know, that blouse that that's on sale, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so I think, <laughs> I think, you know, for me, the biggest tip has just been, you know, not fully depriving yourself, but kind of finding ways to work it into the norm Mm. so that it doesn't feel like, you know, um, I always think about the, the, the college student, right. They came from a very sheltered home Mm -hmm. and it's like, they were never able to go out and they were never able to watch the shows they wanted to do. And they were never able to, you know, have fun. And then they go to college and they wild out. Right. Yeah. So I think it's kind of like that. I think you have to build that into your, your, your daily routine or your weekly or monthly routine, those, those fun things and that those fun habits. So like for, for instance, when it comes to to eating. Like you said, the way we do it is we meal plan for four days. We we cook four, we cook four meals and a couple of those will give us some leftover. So that gives us five meals at home. Mm -hmm. And then we know that two, two days of the week, we're going to be able to do takeout. If we want to, we're going to be able to go to a restaurant if we want to. And it's kind of built in, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if I can meal plan for four to five healthy meals every week, right? Then Mm. when it's time, okay, it's like, okay, we're going to Chipotle or we're Mm going to go order that pizza. There's no shame or guilt or I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing that. Like it was planned for and it was accounted for not only in the budget, but also in the meal plan. So I think when you do that, it does take away the guilt or that feeling of, do I have to choose? Because really the choice is already made for you. Mm. And I think as much as you can build that into your life, it, it's freeing, right? It's like, well, oh, heck yeah, I can go through the drive through you know? Yeah. It's it's Friday, you know, we get to go through the drive through on Friday. Yeah. So I, I just like that because then you don't have to deal with any of that. Like you said, should I or shouldn't yeah. I? <laughs> yeah.
1: you, know, you know, you're thinking about, oh yeah, I can go through the drive through on Friday. When we were dating, she says this all the time. I was straight fronting. I was on, I had a credit <laughs> card or whatever. And she, you know, she wanted to, we're driving and she's like, "Oh, I want to go here." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can go there." And I look at my phone, try to see how much is left. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, we can do that." I I don't got enough, but I'll just put on a card. You <laughs> know,
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you and everybody else, Jason. <laughs> you and, and everybody else was doing
1: that. I know she changed me.
2: Yeah. So, you know, on the opposite side, there could be people who are just overwhelmed with the cooking Mm -hmm. process. And so they resort to fast foods or or microwave food, which, you know, of course has more preservatives and it could be saltier and unhealthy, you know, what advice do you give for those people who are pretty much overwhelmed?
0: I get that, you know, Tiffany, I think in the end, a lot of that is goal setting, you know, and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that is setting realistic goals for yourself so that you're not feeling overwhelmed. I think that if your goals are unrealistic and if they feel like, oh, like it's got to be that balance between this is a little bit of a challenge, but I know I can do it Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, oh my gosh, like every week I know that I have to cook Mm -hmm. five meals. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, you've got to find that balance. And I think as much as you can keep it simple and keep it within the confines of what you know how to do. Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm. I, you know, I have plenty of friends that are like, Oh, Jade, I hate cook, but I just hate cooking. Mm -hmm. I hate cooking. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like, I'm not going to turn you, I'm not going to be able to turn somebody into that hates cooking into somebody who loves cooking. Mm -hmm. Right. So for that person, do you know what I mean? So for that person, if you don't enjoy to cook, then we have to make it as hands off as possible. Mm. We've got to make it as I just tear open the bag and put it in here and add these three things on top. There's no stove, there's not a lot of stovetop time, there's not a lot of ingredients, there's not a lot of, you know, grocery shopping involved. And I think that's what you need to find in a meal plan is something that you can, you know, for four ingredients or less, mm-hmm. it's healthy, it's simple, and it's not taking up a lot of your time. So that's what I usually try to um, recommend in those situations. And even the meals that I post, you know, I can get into some, some real cooking, mm-hmm. but I realize everybody doesn't like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, you know what, spaghetti. Mm -hmm. Everybody can cook spaghetti. Everybody can open up that jar (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you've got, you know, especially we're talking about singles. If you make a pot of spaghetti and you season it right, it's delicious. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be eating that for four days. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, if you don't like to cook, you need to make a simple meal. That's going to give you a lot of leftovers. Yeah. And I will say you may not be able to learn enjoy cooking but everybody needs to learn to like leftovers Mm. everybody yeah that's that's the trade-off if you don't like to cook then you need to learn how to like leftovers if you can do that then we're balanced that's
1: good that's me I love leftovers
2: yeah well he does he's not the one that mostly cooks (laughs) I have like a love-hate relationship with cooking I don't have a love-hate relationship with uh food I love food but it's a matter of do I want to cook it or not like I feel you. And that's, that is the struggle I have. Um, And like you said, leftovers is very important for me because I'm like, okay, that means I don't have to cook again until this day, right? Yes. And um, it's just, it's just tough because I would love to love, I would love to love to cook, Mm -hmm. but I don't. And it's hard for me to really kind of grasp that. And Jason always talks about our budget because he's like, do we really need that much in food? I said, babe, if I don't want to cook, I want to be able to just go and buy our food or or something and, and not have to worry about, oh my gosh, we don't have anything to eat or oh my goodness, I have to go cook mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I just need that eased off of me. So you're saying four ingredients or less, I think I need to start getting into that mindset. Or, um, and actually doing it also and doing things like instant pot more and crock Mm -hmm. pot more. Like, everybody tells me, find the one pot meals, and I'm always like, I want to do something more elaborate. I want to have at least three different, you know, things on my plate, you know, carb, meat, and what's the other one? I don't know, vegetables, meat, yeah, vegetables. Okay, (laughs) as you can see, (laughs) I like uh carbs more, um, but. Yeah. So those are good tips. I really, really appreciate that. Um, and I'm just thinking about just different books and resources or, or people that kind of helped you cook or helped you kind of get to that place where, you know, you love to cook or, or learn how to cook. What would you have? Or what do you have?
0: I mean, I would say that, you know, that whole idea of not liking to cook, it, it's a tough one. Um, just to kind of visit that for a moment, mm. you know, I think that you kind of have to go back to your why mm. because it's like anything else, you know, like I say, I really equate food, food and money together, which is why yeah. <laughs> I do, I mentioned them together. <laughs> yeah. but, um,
1: you do what you do, but
0: it's <laughs> why I do what I do, but you know, it's the same thing in budgeting and in, in money management, like, like nobody likes to pay their bills, right? Mm. Like nobody likes to, Uh, You know, it's like, okay, I got to put this money aside for this. Like everybody wants to spend their money the way they want, right? Mm -hmm. It would be amazing if you could spend everything you get, right? But that's not good for us long-term. Yeah. And so, and what keeps people on track with that is focusing on why they're doing it, right? Okay. It's like, you know what? I'm doing this because I want to build wealth or I'm doing this because I want to be able to pay for my kids college or because we want to be able to take that vacation or do that home renovation. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with food, you know? we don't all like cooking. So we need to find what that why is. Mm. Like, why do I want to eat at home? Mm. You know, nobody, nobody wants to eat at home every single meal. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, nobody wants to cook, you know, when it's been a long day and it's like, oh, it's seven o'clock. Mm. It would be so much easier to just, you know, pick up something one more time, mm-hmm. but our keeping connected to our why is why we do that. So mm. if the why is, you know, oh my gosh, You know, I came back and I found out I have high blood pressure or, Mm. you know, my cholesterol is high, you know, and I really do need to get healthy, staying connected to the why I think, um, and sometimes it has to be on a daily basis is what keeps us making those, those habits and making those choices towards the habits that are ultimately going to be best for us. Mm. And so I think that that's really kind of where it all starts, you know, and, I know people kind of do that in different ways. I've, I've I've known people who it's like, you know, I keep it posted on my refrigerator Mm. or, you know, I, I keep it a part of my, my devotion in the morning when I wake up, you know, I just kind of quickly go over my goals for the day. Mm. And I think that that's, that's very powerful. You know, if you can take a few minutes when you wake up in the morning, just for you and, and take five minutes and remind yourself of, of what your, your purpose is for that day and the things that you're going to value in that day, then it just, I mean, it does wonders for your mindset that day, Mm. you know, and I'm a big person on, I I value goals, but I value values, um, above goals, because if you say to yourself, you know what, I value my health, Mm -hmm. Mm. I, I value my health. I value taking care of my body. I value, um, being a good steward of my money then that has to be in place before you even set your goal. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I feel like that's one of those things. If you can start out the morning and just go, you know what, I value my health. And then when it comes later on that day and it's seven o'clock and you're tired and you just want to pick up a big Mac, it's like, no, I told myself I was going to value my health today, Yeah. Mm. Yeah. you know, and it's just it's going back to that as opposed to always going back to the goal. Oh, the goal was to eat three, you know, to eat at home three times a week, mm-hmm. you know, check, you know, because sometimes yeah. you might've checked off the goal, but in a moment you're not valuing yourself. Yeah, mm. So That's good. I think, I think focusing on values is it's, it's really 2022 was, is that was my goal. And like, it's values. So.
1: Oh my goodness. My mind has shifted. That is so, <laughs> that is so good because that is a your why is always your anchor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like you and you can say it like you can cheat on your goals. Mm-hmm. You can't always cheat on your values. It, it yes. is it is what it is. Yeah, it's intrinsic. You know, it it's it intrinsic. So I I also love the fact that what you're saying is when you're trying to rein in that variable expense of groceries and food, I heard. Focus on your strengths. No, well, really understand what your strengths and weaknesses are. Have that Mm self-awareness, right? Yep. So here's a question that I thought about. I'm self-aware. I am on food stamps. I am on SNAP.
2: I'm on limited income.
1: How can I Mm -hmm. still? I value healthy food. Mm -hmm. What can I do in that situation?
2: Yeah. Even
0: food desserts, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. exactly. This This is real stuff. And- you know, I'll be honest, a lot of that has been made more apparent to me. You know, the more I post, it's like, Jade, you know, I talked to somebody recently. It was like, I wish I could afford to buy that. Mm-hmm. I wish I could do that. I and I go, okay, okay. So, you know, when it comes to, I think it's very important to consider a couple of things here. You know, when it comes to health and when it comes to people saying things like, you know, healthy food, quality food, we've got to realize that there's tears. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody's not gonna be able to buy organic, you know, from Whole Foods. exactly right. few, few of us can, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, but I think you know, anytime that we can find small ways, because it's small ways, yeah. incremental things, they build up, right? And I always say, you know, whenever whenever I started out, when I was in school, I didn't have a full-time job. I can be honest with you, I've never been on food stamps. By the grace of God, I've never lived in a food desert. Mm -hmm. You know, there are certain things that I've not experienced firsthand. Mm -hmm. So, even speaking to them is kind of, you know, I I tread lightly there because I don't want to speak about an experience that I haven't had. Exactly. But I will say this you know, the times that money has been tight and the times that I have not had an income that is a living wage. Um, the things that I tried to do was do small incremental things. You know, everybody can't afford fresh vegetables. Everybody Mm -hmm. doesn't have access to fresh vegetables. Mm -hmm. So if you can buy anything in a can, right. If you're going to, if you're going to spend 12 cents, you can either spend 12 cents on ramen noodles, or you can buy, spend 12 cents on a can of corn. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So trying to make something out of that, it's like, you know, am I going to, am I going to buy ramen noodles or am I going to gonna buy the cheapest can of beans and the cheapest can of, of corn that I can yeah. and get some rice and mix that together? Yeah. That's a more healthy meal and it might require a little bit more work, but ultimately you're going to have more for that dollar and change mm-hmm. that you're going to be able to eat longer on than you're going to have for that dollar of change. If you bought ramen noodles. Yeah. And I think that those are the sorts of things that a lot of it's cultural, right? Because mm-hmm we're told, okay, if you don't have any money, you can at least afford ramen noodles. Mm -hmm. That's what culture tells us. You can at least afford the dollar menu at at Burger King. That's what's being told to us. But at the same time, what else can you buy with that dollar? Mm -hmm. Because you can probably buy more if it's something that you just have to prepare yourself, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. So if you can get, you might not be able to get, um, whole wheat noodles, but if you can get some macaroni noodles, let me just tell you, you cooking the macaroni noodles yourself mm-hmm. and you putting your own salt on it, as opposed to buying noodles from a pack that's pre-salted, exactly. any, even the smallest things will make a bigger difference. The smallest things. And I'm, I'm really trying to meet people at that, that, that lowest food level, yeah. because I know ramen noodles is it. It's pre-seasoned, it's pre-packaged, it's chicken flavored. You know, it's, it's, it's a meal, Mm -hmm. but it's not a meal because if I told you, Hey, here's a meal idea, boil some noodles and put salt on them. You would look at me like I'm crazy. Oh,
1: (laughs) stop it.
0: Right. (coughs) But, but we'll, but we'll accept ramen noodles. Exactly. Yeah. So it's really what we're, what we're allowing Um, society and culture to tell us is an okay meal, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's in a yellow pack or it's in an orange pack and it's got a brand name on it. Mm -hmm. But if I told you to make that, you would never accept that. So all I'm saying is buy yourself a can of corn for for 30 cents, buy yourself a can of beans. It doesn't have to be organic. It doesn't have to be buy the store brand, the off brand, the cheapest one. And I promise you put some salt, And some rice and beans and corn, and you're going to have a healthier, more sustaining, longer lasting meal with more nutrient value than any pack of, of, of prepackaged processed
2: noodles. That's awesome. And, And one thing you had mentioned is by store brand, because sometimes we're, we're taught like, oh, it ain't gonna taste the same if you don't have like this, but you know, it, it may not taste the same, but we're talking mm-hmm. about possibly, hopefully a, a moment in time in your life, yes. right? And so it doesn't yes. have to be a permanent change. It's yes. about adjusting to where you are financially. And also speaking to when you're talking about the buying corn versus ramen noodle, think about the nutritional value. Like it once yeah. possibly is going to fill you up more than the ramen noodle. Absolutely. Right? Oh, it's
0: 100% going to fill you up more. Mm-hmm. It's got fiber, mm-hmm. it's nutrient dense. Like it's got more protein. I mean, there's no question about it. And and I even love what you said, Tiffany, about the idea that it if you're in a situation like that, um, let's believe that it's going to be temporary. Mm-hmm. Let's believe that yeah. we're working hard and doing everything within our power to lift ourselves out of that situation. Exactly. You know, and um, listening to a podcast like this is even you know lifting our mindset. You know, to be able to to see that there is more and there's a, a there's something out there that, that you can obtain for yourself, even if it's these small incremental steps to get towards it, yeah. you know, and, 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 and believing that it's, it's temporary.
2: Exactly. Oh,
1: I, I'm, I'm still stuck on, if you, if, if she told me to cook a meal with noodles and salt, I'll be like, you out your mind, yeah. but I'll go yeah. grab a bag around. I literally was like, dang, why is she talking about my college days? Like, I would be like, <laughs> And actually, no. I'll be honest with y'all. It's not college days. It's actually right now. Oh yeah, yeah. It's actually right now. Like I would go pick. I would like if I'm I'm scrounging for food because she hasn't cooked. I'm going.
2: (laughs) Just put me all out there. Well, I'm just uh, feast. of some family. Let me
1: let me clarify that. Yeah. When I am looking for food, (laughs) (laughs)
2: like a like an animal. When
1: I'm looking for food that's not prepared, I see nothing's prepared. I'm gonna go quick because that's my weakness i don't want mm-hmm. to cook so i'm going to look at that pack of warming noodles mm-hmm. and i'm just like hey that's that's really simple tear pour mm-hmm. wait two minutes three yep. minutes five i'm good mm-hmm. yep and but if you had told me to make that meal myself
2: all those i would be on.
1: like what kind of meal is this mm-hmm. noodles yeah. and salt mm-hmm. it's like well that's what ah.
0: Yeah, that's what that's what you were eating before. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. It, it's really, it's I mean, it's it's marketing, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> it's just amazing marketing. So yeah, I think we just sometimes have to open up our mind and just question things just a little bit and mm-hmm. go, well, wait a second you know, and not, not get trapped, (laughs) not let ourselves get trapped in the marketing.
1: That's it. That's it. We got to start thinking a little bit. Um, one question I think tip had,
2: yeah, it's going along those lines. Like what would be, you mentioned spaghetti and and meatballs, or you just said spaghetti actually, Mm -hmm. you know, is that the fast and affordable healthy meal that, you know, is your favorite or is there something else that you kind of go to,
0: Well, I would say, you know, there's a couple of things, you know, we talked about rice and beans and corn just now, but Mm -hmm. you know, back when my husband and I were very, very intense on paying off our debt and we were trying to keep whatever extra money that we could, that we could throw it out our debt, you know, it was, we saved a lot of money on food. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what I used to do is I would buy I would look in the, the circular that came in the mail and I would look at, you know, what's going to be on sale on mm-hmm. um, fruits and vegetable wise. Cause my husband and I eat plant-based. Okay. So that, okay. that was the second thing that it's like, oh, you're trying to save money and you're trying to be plant-based. Like, <laughs> Cause people think, oh, plant-based is so expensive, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But I'm like, you want to know what I'm not buying? Meat. And yeah. you want to know what's expensive?
2: Meat. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> I had to, I had to change my mindset mm-hmm. even on that because I was hearing so many people tell me, oh. If you're a vegetarian, you're gonna be paying more. And mm. so even hearing that, I started internalizing it, thinking, oh man, there's no way we're gonna be able to do this. So even I had to change my mind and go, hold on a second, I'm cutting something out of my diet. Mm. Let's remember that, yeah. Jade, you know, I had to remember that. Um, but yeah, I would get those circulars and I would look at what, what vegetables were gonna be on sale. And my I started with that and I said, okay, I need to make meals that work around whatever food is on sale mm. instead of vice versa. Um, so that when we were really trying to save money, that was my approach. Mm -hmm. Um, and I will say I'm a creative when it comes to food. So I, that came easy for me. I realize other people, it's not as creative, but what I used to do is if nothing that I really enjoyed was on sale fruits and vegetable wise, I would buy a can of corn. I would buy ground beef or not ground beef, um, black beans. I would buy brown rice and, you know, maybe like one other thing, like Mm -hmm. cheddar cheese. And so I would take that and I would make like four or five different meals throughout the night, throughout the week. I would take that. And on one night I would uh, put it in a burrito. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I would take that and I would put it on tostadas with cheese on top. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I would put like the the leftover stuff like the beans or, you know, stuff like that. And I would make a frittata out of it. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I would take it and I would put it on chips and make nachos. And then after that, so I was like, re I was repurposing the same yeah. food like over and over and over just to try to make it slightly different. And then I put it in a bowl and I put a fried egg on top. Mm-hmm. And then I put like, it was just like, we're going to eat this food mm-hmm. and we're going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> and We're going to make it taste. Slightly different each night. Now, you know, again, that was a temporary season Mm -hmm. and it was because we had a goal, but you know, that's kind of how I would do. And then for breakfast, I'm like, okay, I'm buying oatmeal and you can put blueberries on your oatmeal. Mm -hmm. And the next day, you can put brown sugar on your oatmeal. And the next day after that, you can put almonds in your oatmeal. And the next day after that, you can put peaches in your oatmeal, but we're eating oatmeal. Yeah. Like that's kind of, um, for the person who's like i don't have a lot to spend on groceries i'm not creative when it comes to groceries or meals that's what i say i'm like pick a couple of things that are very easy to make and repurpose it you know if you're um uh i always say there's a couple of things that if you can keep them on hand it's simple if you eat eggs i eat eggs you can put anything in eggs Mm. you can make a frittata out of any and everything Mm -hmm. i you know You can put leftover sausage in your in your frittata. You can put spinach in your frittata. You Mm. can put leftover bread in your frittata Mm. with cheese. And that's delicious. You can anything. If you have potatoes, chop up those potatoes, saute and put those in the frittata. Mm. Anything that you can put in eggs, you can have a different omelet every single day. And it's not going to feel like you ate the same thing every day. You know, if you can keep noodles on (laughs) here.
1: Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? I'm looking
2: at him because he always talks about me. (laughs) Because I'm the type. I don't necessarily like to repeat meals in a week. Mm -hmm. I'll do leftovers. I'll do leftovers. But if I just had Chicken Monday through Wednesday... I'm not having chicken Thursday through Friday, for instance, you You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But that is a good idea to repurpose as you were talking about, because Mm -hmm. it kind of almost psychs your mind out to think like, you're not eating the same thing. You may have the same ingredients, but you're not eating Mm -hmm. the same thing. And I also think about, you know, for people in that season where they're not able to um, spend as much, but if, when you get out of that season, if you can afford whole wholesale um, Mm -hmm. prices, then that could help, um, Lessen your cost too because you're buying in bulk, which reduces the cost, and then you're Mm -hmm. repurposing it. And then before you know it, you're, you know, you're actually possibly saving, for instance, on the absolutely.
0: I mean, buying in bulk is a big thing. Mm. I mean, we're a family of four, so we definitely buy in bulk, but utilizing your freezer, Mm. like if you can buy in bulk and freeze it. My my friends, I have a couple of good friends, and and when she comes to the house, she's like, Jade. Your freezer is crazy. She was like, you free She's like, you freeze everything. Like your freezers are stocked. I'm like, I'm not as- I do not Tiffany, you know. Yeah you can't be he- letting food go to waste. Yes,
2: exactly. He's pointing at me because he says that I have a lot in the deep freezer and I do have stuff in the deep freezer, but I know I've seen people who have like three deep freezers. I just saw somebody's post and they had three.
1: And if you had your way, you would have four deep freezers. No,
2: no, 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 no. (laughs) I have two. I'm telling you,
0: but it's nice though. Yeah. Like, okay. Like I know, I don't know. There's something very satisfying about having a full freezer. Uh, Maybe that's just me, but I, I love it. But when I tell you nothing goes to waste Mm -hmm. It's like if we um, if we go get breakfast and there's like half a pancake left over, mm-hmm. I put it in a Ziploc and it goes in the freezer. There you go.
2: And at there some point it's going to be eaten like I'm that I'm just that type of person that goes in line with your more feast, less famine. I mean, think about it. I mean, you just never know when you they're you know,
1: she's taking. A pos- go ahead. Go ahead. I'm saying she's taking on taking ownership of the resources that you already have.
2: Yes. Because mm. if
1: you mismanage those resources, you're going to have famine. Mm-hmm. But yes. if you listen to Jay and you're you're being creative and you're staying within your means, mm-hmm. you're not gonna feel famine because you managed that little small you had and you broke it mm-hmm. up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
2: But, yep. e- but even having food in the freezer, you know, with this pandemic, we had yes. you know less food options at, at times. Yeah, that's true. Having that storage in the freezer, like that, that's that helps some peace of mind and just knowing I have food, I don't have to rush out to the store and hope that this food that my family likes, you know, is, is there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You guys have just been liberating my mind right here because Mm -hmm. my idea of creativity was just, you know, having eggs every, every, every morning. Now I, you know, my version of creativity was adding hot sauce on top of the eggs and that would be <laughs> it, you know? <laughs> so, so my, hey. my creativity is very limited. Um, That's
0: all right. But yes. now That's I can right. see
1: it. Um, I want you to fill in the blank. Okay. Cooking can be fun. If
0: cooking can be fun. If you allow you to be you, mm. If you try to be a chef and you're not a chef, it's no longer fun. <laughs> you know, if you don't, it's like we said earlier, if you don't acknowledge the fact that you don't like cooking mm-hmm. then, and you pick a recipe that has a lot of steps, it's not fun.
2: That's probably my issue. Maybe. That's probably my issue. I like that. You
1: want to come and actually do an in-house consultation? <laughs> consulting. <laughs> At the why Alexander you keep trying
2: to make this meal when you know well, you don't like to the- eat? Well, here's
1: here's the thing. I was trying to be a good husband and relieve and, relieved, and mm-hmm. relieve her from some of the cooking burden, and I said I'll cook every Monday.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. That don't give them credit. But yet. Let me go into what actually happened. <laughs> so I know she came and look <laughs> like, "What do you mean?" So I cooked one. One time I did cook. I cooked fish and some kind of noodles or something. It was it was something simple because it was small ingredients, okay. right?
0: Okay.
1: We ate on that for two days. So that was a, the next week. I was telling my family about, yeah, I'm cooking. It was like, oh, Jason. So well, hey, hey, son. Um, my mom was like, hey, son, I'm cooking on Monday. You want to come over? I was like, yes.
2: They found out his day.
1: They found out my day. They strategically. They start, and so, that so day. everybody who was oh. like, they started saying, hey, I got some meal over here. So like Sunday. They say, come on over. I was like, yeah. So I'll use that leftover from Monday.
2: Leftover from my meal that I made. I'm like, no, that is my leftover. We eat so on Monday." Well, I
1: on took day. it a whole nother level. <laughs> I was, I took it from a different angle. I said, well, I'm responsible for us eating on mm-hmm. Monday, not cooking
0: okay. So it was a fine print. It was a fine print. <laughs> he doesn't do it anymore. He, I said, babe, I
2: said, I know I you tried. I really appreciate you trying, but you're making it actually harder for me. Like, wow. It's better for me to just do it. Cause he, he won't have time or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, it's like seven o'clock and I'm like, babe, I'm hungry. Guys. Like, you know how your kids probably look at you like mom, I'm mm-hmm. hungry. Like I'm looking at mm-hmm. him like, babe, I'm hungry. He'd be like, what do you want? And I'm like. At this point, I mean, you just got to go pick up something. And then he goes pick up something. So it ended up being the eating out fest when we eat out Friday through Sunday (laughs) anyway. Yeah. So it was like, okay, now we're extending our weekend. Yeah,
1: making Monday to eat out. Uh, That
0: is so funny. Well- You know, is it the thought that counts, or yes, yes, (laughs) I don't know, I don't know what to say. I'm trying to get
1: some credit over here, some credit, you know. That ship
0: has sailed,
2: literally. Okay, yeah, fellas, so (laughs)
1: fellas and ladies, if your man says that, look for the fine print because he's gonna be thinking something different, like I did.
0: There's always a fine print, yeah. Well, nowadays, my husband. You know, he doesn't cook much. I do most of the cooking. He'll cook breakfast on Saturday morning.
2: That's nice.
0: And well, it was funny because he <laughs> he has a couple of things that he he cooks. He makes french toast. He makes pancakes or he makes waffles. Those mm, are the three. I like and that. the funny thing is he's like, I made french toast y'all can't see me I made waffles I'm like whose recipe did you use and whose groceries did you who bought the groceries so it's so funny because he gets like so like look what I did I'm yeah. like well I'm sure glad there was groceries in the house exactly. you know it's funny cause yeah we're always gonna be if you're the if you're the primary cook or you're the primary grocery getter we're always looking like yeah, well you think you did
2: it but. Mm, and that's exactly what it would be like he wouldn't even go to the store and get it I'm just he would just know, use right? my ingredients I like know. i know that we're was, not roommates was, but it'll be like i bought this like you didn't you right you're cutting like, out
1: from my you, plan if meals you,
2: if you're gonna cook you need to do the whole process yeah. plan out the meal write it out go to the store pick that's, it up that's, bring it in
1: we're going into a marriage counseling. hold on now listen listen yeah. that's oh,
2: yeah. that's Embrace what you the whole that's what you
1: expected but i saw it as <laughs> get a meal to the table i'm the hunter i'm bringing a meal to the table so that we can eat as long as we eat but that day,
2: it was seven o'clock, and you didn't even have it. <laughs> like you could have just put Doordash or, or did you go to bed, or did you go to to a meal delivery? Did you system? go to
1: bed? <laughs> no, exactly. So I my mission accomplished. <laughs> said,
2: Case closed. Case closed. Case
0: closed. Yeah. That is so funny. Jay, so 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 funny.
1: Jay, I I have enjoyed thoroughly yes. enjoyed this conversation. Um, we can keep going, but I want to I want to ask um want to ask two more questions, and then um have a chance to wrap up. So for me, it is okay if I do like Hello Fresh, right? Because I don't or like- Or meal
2: delivery system.
1: Or the freshly one that I could just put in the microwave. I don't know I
0: think that it all depends on your budget. Um, it all depends on if those meals offer what you need um, health-wise, mm-hmm. you know, um, because they're not all, they're not all um, health platforms, right? Mm-hmm. Like Blue Apron, it's not, you know, it's the idea of cooking at home or having a meal kit delivered, but it's not necessarily for a certain diet type or for that sort of thing. So I think as long as you're picking something that aligns with your budget, mm-hmm. as long as you're picking something that aligns with um, your health needs, I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with that. Matter of fact, I say go for it because, like you said, or and and like I said, it's all about being realistic. If you don't like to cook mm-hmm. and you know, you can afford to have the meals, the meal kit delivered or the full meal delivered Mm -hmm. more power to you, anything in this life that you can afford, that's going to make your life easier. I mean, that's part of the reason why we get our money on track to begin with. Right. Yeah. Is so that we can afford certain conveniences, Mm -hmm. um, and make our life more enjoyable for ourselves. You know, I, um, yeah, I have I have nothing, nothing against that whatsoever. Matter of fact, I myself wanted to try a couple of Couple of them, but I never do because <laughs>
2: <laughs> sometimes I look. I'm like, I think I can make something better. <laughs> yeah, or you could, or you could save money. Like the, it is but a, little, I, yeah. a little pricey. Yeah, it, it could be a little yeah. pricey and not sustainable. And my thing was like, if we have kids, like I want to have my own meals. Like I don't, I, I want to have my own recipes. Like that I was, get you. That's been like my main motivation. What are my main motivations?
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. I understand that Tiffany. That's, that's big for me.
1: Yeah. You want to pass it down. Yeah. You want to have something to pass down. I got you.
2: Yeah. Okay. So Jade, tell us where we can find you, where our listeners can find you online. And if you have any type of uh, products or services that you would like to offer our listeners.
0: Most definitely. So you can primarily find me. I'm on all the platforms, but um, I hang out most on Instagram. You can find me at more feast, less famine. And um, there you can find money and meals. So I'm always going to be talking about budgeting and handling your money. And a big part of that, right, is Mm -hmm. the food side of things. So you're also going to be able to find um, quick tips for meal planning and easy meal ideas. And also you can head over to my website. It's More Feast, Less Famine. And there you'll find actually the the printable versions um, of the recipes there. Mm -hmm. And so if you're just looking for ways to get your money under control, obviously it's more than just you know, controlling your food budget. But if you're looking kind of for that whole um, money picture, then you can download my ebook. It's small bites to financial freedom. And uh, yeah, I'll walk you through it step by step.
1: Awesome. Love it. Love it. Hey guys, I'm going to tell you when I started, I don't know. I think you told me about Jade. I don't know, but when I, I did. I, yes. And so I started looking and she has so many creative ideas one of my favorites that just blew me away was like yes I can do that this limited guy can do this
2: was <laughs> so you're going to do it
1: <clears throat> on, don't don't put me on blast okay what we're going to she had uh it was toast and you made like a cinnamon toast or you had some kind of spread and you had toast yeah drink it on it and I was like yeah that <laughs> looks so good and it was like three I was like yeah I got the I got the spread. I got the. I was like, yeah, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, it was. It, it looked delicious, and it was very, very simple. So I was like, yes, I, I need to do that. And go back and. I
2: think it do we have the ingredients? I mean, I don't.
1: I think I it have was bread. the
0: ulti- I think it was the peanut butter
2: toast. Yes, the peanut butter. That's what toast? it was. It was the peanut oh. butter toast.
1: Made oh, peanut yeah. butter toast look absolutely like a oh, gourmet yeah. meal, and I think it was just the bread, the peanut butter. You sprinkle something else on it. I can't remember.
0: I put cinnamon on it. it. Okay, so you you get whatever toast you like. I use a wheat toast, mm-hmm. and then you put your favorite peanut butter on top. Mm-hmm. Then you go with cinnamon, and then I put granola on top that's of what that. It was. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: and then if you like coconut, I put um like unsweetened coconut on top. And I mean, you can go on forever. Sometimes I put chia seeds on top. So yeah, and then I I drizzle it with honey. So that's uh, that's what it that's was. a go to.
1: And I got we got all that yeah we have all oh yeah
0: most people have we don't, have the, well, we don't have the granola
2: and we,
1: don't have shaved, and we don't have the coconut we don't plates. have shaved uh shaved um granola we, we
2: don't have granola okay we have oatmeal <laughs> jason to you go to the store i'm going to the <laughs> store. we have oatmeal to make granola but we do not have granola right. mm, and it's easy to make
0: homemade granola too let yes. me
2: tell you but if you don't
0: like to <laughs> cook, if you don't like to cook, don't do it. <laughs> Chase not. is like, uh, nah, nah, I'm no, just going to go I'm going to go.
1: I got <laughs> cheese, seeds. I got some other, got the honey. And I'm going to do that. Oh, so
0: yeah. Gonna... Yes.
1: So, Jay, um, we're going to leave the floor up for you. Any final thoughts you want to leave with the listeners?
0: Let's see. Final thoughts. You know, I would just say just to hang on to those three ideas of being detailed and being realistic and being flexible. Mm. I mean, that is true in your money. And that is true in, you know, in your health and in your cooking and that sort of thing. You know, no one's asking you to be somebody that you're not, Mm. you know, but we all have to do certain things sometimes that are difficult or that stretch us a little bit in order to get to our goals. And I think staying open to that is the key to just growing and evolving and getting better. Right. So um, I would say that that's the biggest thing, you know, Um, one of the the the, I guess, slogans that I use in more feast, less famine is I'm always talking about small bites. Mm. And because that's true, you know, everything doesn't have to be this big sweeping change. It's like, I'm just taking, taking small bites here. Like I'm doing a little bit at a time and making little changes, making little improvements. And, and that adds up to something big, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I think sometimes we can discredit those, those small things. So I would say, um, those three things to remember, like I said, Um, and also I would say the next thing is just, like I said, not sacrificing, you know, what you want in the moment for what you ultimately want. Yeah. And, uh, just keeping those, like we talked about early, just keeping those values, man, remembering what your, what your overall value is. And Mm. if you can stick to that, I think that that will guide and inform all of those choices that we all come across, you know, in the day and just make it a lot easier.
2: That's good.
1: Yeah, that's great.
2: Yeah. I really appreciate you being on here. You've given me some tips, my husband, some tips, and I know you've given our followers or our listeners some great tips as well. I mean, I'm glad mm. that you, you agreed to come yeah, on I'm here. Glad. So, Absolutely. So much fun. Absolutely. Um,
1: all right, guys, you heard it here from Jay with more feast, less famine. Hey, you got to take, well, my takeaways, those small bites. Just do those small bites. It kind of small bites. It kind of goes what we've been talking about. It's like make those small incremental changes. You can change your life. And you also you can change your money. And now you can change your health with food. So absolutely. Thank you, Jay. This is Jason and Tiffany with Wallet Talks Podcast. We are out. See y'all next time. Bye.
0: Thanks for having me. You're welcome.